Mid-market sized businesses are where the true economic action in business really is. They are nimble and agile. They're factories of growth, they lead in innovation, and they're early adopters of tech. These enterprises need the right tools, support and environment to flourish. But sadly, they're often overlooked and undervalued. Not here though. This is the Mid-Market Matters podcast, and I'm your host, Craig West. We'll explore pain points, growth strategies, and how to find the competitive edge. Welcome to SME Radio. In this episode of Mid-Market Matters, I'm joined by Angela Batulkas. Angela is an award-winning entrepreneur, business owner, politician, Sydney City Councillor, founder of the Small Business Political Party, and like most business owners, she's obviously wearing multiple hats, but she has certainly been, for a very long time, a very, very strong advocate of small business. More recently, though, she's become the executive producer and host of SME TV and Podcasts, which is a brand new YouTube channel uh, in, in, uh, in production now with multiple different programs. And we're going to talk to Angela today about what that's all about and how and why that's so important for business owners. Firstly, Ange, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much, Craig. It's, um, it's nice to talk to friends for a change. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and I meant what I said in the introduction, you've been a very, very strong advocate and loud advocate, despite your size, for small business for a very long time. What's the, where's the passion come from for small business? I think it's, I mean, it's clearly my 30 plus years in, in business myself. Uh, and so I know what it's, what it's really like. I know what it's like to face days where you just don't think you're going to get through the financial challenge, the emotional challenges, where we've you know, can spend decades and decades and never achieve a work-life balance, that that huge myth that people dangle out there as a prize for us to gain as business owners, all of those things. But it's because I walk the talk and talk the walk, I think that brings credibility to the table. And, and whether that's as the leader of the Small Business Party or as the executive producer of, of SME TV, it's the length, the, the length and breadth and depth of my life experience that I bring to the table across so many different things now. Yeah, and that's I'm, I'm like a wine, a really good wine now, Craig. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say, unfortunately, not everyone that's an advocate for small business has actually got a small business background. Often they're from big corporates or government sector, and so they've never actually owned or worked in a small business. You've obviously done that for a long time and have brought with that the learnings, the scars, the pain, etc. Yes. I think I'm I'm glad of it on most days that that I come with that type of experience. I do wish for the old days, if you will, where all I had to do was turn up to work and get through the day and that's all the effort you needed. It was just hard work. I think that all vanished the minute that social media descended upon us mm. and and the internet there are still some um good and good and bad sides to all of that and and that kind of changed the game as to how a business owner approached business it, it wasn't just turning up it needed extra dimensions yeah. all the time and I think that since you know as a business owner I've weathered all of those things and still still come out on the good side of it all I think it shows that you can teach an old dog new tricks. And um, I think that next step in that generation and that journey now is to share that kind of experience with existing business owners and, you know, 
Craig, those really fun ones who are in the startup world who who think it's all just glorious. <laughs> haven't been uh, jaded by experience yet. That's right. They haven't quite gotten to the point where they're still in that beautiful startup phase, sheltered in a co-working space, not yet directly employing people and, and wondering how they're going to meet wages and rent and put food on the table for everybody. That kind of sparkly, Christmassy-like feeling. It's um, I think what they need is a good dose of reality, but not not to dampen their spirits, but just to kind of say, well, here's what it, it will be like and take that responsibility seriously. And then, of course, Craig, there's all of those business owners, those thousands and thousands or close to millions who exist already in business and need help in other ways. And that's what SME TV is about. So tell us a little bit more about SME TV, um, the history, the background, where did it come from? Well, I think behind, or at least, and I'll, I'll say this from a personal experience, behind every great idea that I've ever had or, or thought was a great idea, because naturally, you know, we're all biased about our own ideas. I've, I've sort of had over the years or decades a business idea and thought, wouldn't this be good to do this? I mean, how hard can it be? And every time I've said that, I have discovered incredibly how difficult it can be. And I've tried to, like any other business owner, find a way through the wall, over the wall, around the wall or under the wall. And SME TV is, is no different. I came up with an idea for a small business show, tried pitching it to mainstream media. They thought it was a fantastic idea, but, you know, wanted something close to half a million dollars from me to pay them in order for, for me to put my idea together. And I, I kind of sat down and went, oh, if it was part of a business plan, this would be a big stop, stop, go back sign. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tried for so long to find the right place uh, to, ho to house this, to, to bring this idea. And that's where the, um, the SMEA came into a backing of it, you know, the, the Small to Medium Enterprise Association of Australia, which, you know, we all call SME, that has changed, I think, the way I view the world too because I found a home. I found a home for SME TV. I found people who believe in the concept and want to back it and I think that it's the industry as a whole is ready for this. We're ready for a media platform that speaks for us, that speaks mm. to us, educates us, informs us, says the truth about us and more importantly highlights who's for us and who's against us, Craig. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about that particular segment that I've actually seen a few episodes of in a moment. Yep. But first, I guess, you know, you've set up a, a pretty broad media strategy, a channel, but you've got a whole stack of different shows and segments and topics that you're covering. How's it going to work? What, what sort of shows are you producing? How's that going to work? So like any other business right now, we had to pivot fast for COVID descending upon us. So we started out with one concept of a show holistically on a weekly basis. We got banned from the studios because we all had to stay home. We've had to redo the way we use the technology to record shows now. So we're doing it via Zoom. And we've had to think of it as individual segments, not a whole show with parts of that show. So that's where all the different segment titles have now played a huge part. 
And we're looking at emphasising the key areas that SMEs need the most help on and those, and that's creating the streams, if you will, or the type of segments that we're producing. So we're looking at finance and everything that comes into finance. We're looking at work-life balance and everything that comes into work-life balance. We're looking at news segments that talk about the latest uh, issues that confront us and how to deal with them. Or we're talking about views segments, so where we get the opinions and the information from experts that they can share with the SME community. And then my favourite one that you alluded to, Craig, which is a segment called friend or foe. And this <laughs> is um, going to be my pet my pet segment, I think, Craig. I'll, uh, I'll be going down with the ship on this one. It's all about highlighting, you know, who's who's done wrong for us, who's done right, because you, you can't share the bad without the good. There are some mm. there are some governments, there are some big corporates, there are some brands that really do get it right for SMEs. There are some that get it horribly wrong. Uh, they should be given the opportunity to fix that. That's what the segment is all about, giving them the opportunity to come forward and fixing it. I'm not mm -hmm. naming any, any names, but there's a few telcos and banks out there that should rethink their strategies for SMEs. Absolutely. Because um, we're watching and listening. But it's it's all about justice. So it's all we are looking at directing news, we're looking at directing views, information, education, inspiring, but also advocating and championing the rights of SMEs. Are you worried that that friend and foe is going to turn you into a, some sort of small business ombudsman complaints office or something? I hope so. Really? I don't worry about that. I want that. Yes, because we all know that the squeaky wheel yeah. gets greased. We we know that. I can tell you that politically, that always makes the difference. What sways change with government? Lots of voices speaking out and saying, well, we don't like that decision, and then they go back and fix it. And look so at it again. That's, that's right, and, and that's what we want. And we find, you know, particularly I can say that there are many organisations, uh, government organisations that say that they are all about the rights of small business, but they have bureaucrats that stand in the way of them actually fixing any of those problems. We don't have bureaucracy at SME TV, nothing standing in our way from fixing all of that. Yeah, and I guess you've got a very interesting um, and worthwhile experience, given your involvement with local government on City City Council, of just how the bureaucrat process works, how, you know, how, how much of a barrier it can be to getting things actually done. You've seen um, that firsthand, right? Not that I want to, you know, smash everybody's wonderful idea of how great government is. And <laughs> let me preface that by saying that in the last eight years that I have been in politics, I've come across some truly have an agenda of better service. And, and they belong in those jobs. They are the yeah, right people yeah. in that job and do it for the right reason. But equally, there are just as many politicians who are not in it for the right reasons, who stand in the way of better ideas and streamlining and efficiencies and saving money. They don't get that concept. I think business owners understand that we, when we want to save money, it's because we can make more money to do something else. For some reason, government doesn't have an entrepreneurial bone in their body and and they don't get that. Um, I'm, I'm not speaking out of turn, but I will say that I've had some wonderful advice in my early years of politics where a government bureaucrat 
looked at a bunch of us and said, just once I wish you would bring me an idea that made us money and didn't cost us money. And that was when I started viewing politics in a very different way. Mm. So government can be the greatest asset the individual and the entity can have in this country. Unfortunately, though, it's not always with the right intentions. So as naive as that to many people, I still have that view. There is a lot of good work that can be done, but it requires good people, and we're in short supply of that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting to hear your thoughts on, you know, government and how it can be such a powerful resource, but we've, we're certainly seeing in the media, you know, negative stories about government at all levels, balanced, I guess, fairly, with some very good stories as to some of the response to things like COVID. But we're also seeing large corporates taking advantage of it. You know, we've seen banks drawing down on people's home loans without their permission, seemingly, um, charging them extra interest rates, you know, you name it. We're seeing some, still seeing some pretty bad behaviour. Is it just about calling that to account? I think if we if we look at the world uh, and every and every player in it, and you you use, I want to use the example of parents. If you don't teach your kids that there's a consequence for a bad decision, and we do that from an early age, you know, don't let them stick their finger in an electrical socket and don't play with knives and don't touch the stove. It's all because there's a consequence for those decisions. The reason that bad things keep happening, and you've just named a couple of horrific instances. If you are, you go onto your internet banking and you see that the bank has gone and charged you for something and taking money out without your permission, that's yeah. called stealing, Craig. Yeah, it's wrong. In, yeah. in any language, in any part of the world, you go to jail for that. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that is, there is the benchmark description. How does the big end of town and government get away with stealing from you and there's no consequence? Because you probably, yeah. they get away with it over and over again and no one turns around and says, calls it for what it is and says, you know, that was wrong. That was so wrong that, A, we should never do that again and put strict measures in place to make sure it doesn't happen. B, that person should be compensated in some way more than just giving them back the money because yeah. you've already created angst and stress and they've had to fight to show that what they've done is wrong. Why? So that's... That's where we come to. There has to be consequences and that's where it all breaks down because there hasn't been consequences because people can just do it again or government or an entity can just do it again and keep getting away with it. Until we call that out for what it is and change that, then the right decisions won't be made for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone makes mistakes. I, I sure. put my hand, both hands up. I'll put both my hands up on that one. Everybody makes mistakes. The difference is what you do when you find out that you've done it. And you and I, Craig, we're business owners. When we make mistakes, we pay for it. Yep, absolutely. It's your own money. Yeah. Or, so or, it's, some, or it's someone else's. Yeah, that's right. Let's move on to some of the positive stuff. I saw a fantastic segment that profiled a smash repair business. Yeah. Are you able, how often are you going to be able to do that? Are there businesses out there that you're looking at doing that with? How does that work? Well, you you just you just said the smash repair business, and that's L and M smash repairs. Yep, and what the, the listeners what the listeners can't see is me smiling. 
and that's that happens very rarely these days um but just just the memory of of those guys and that business and what they stand for and who they are they they really are what we call that segment which is spotlighting a business hero and they really are that and and that's what we want to do we want to showcase we want to amplify we want to share the message of these business heroes who not only do the day-to-day hard work that all of us get up and go to work to do, but there's something special about them. In the case of L&M Smash Repairs, it's a third generation of a family business Mm. passed down from grandfather to father to son, you know, and they've all come to terms in their own ways with how the industry has changed, what things they need to focus on. They're so intent on you know, training their staff and doing a good job from their team perspective, but also their focus is on safety and the and the customer and them leaving with a safe, repaired car. So that's a story worth telling. How often are we going to tell it? We, we want to tell it a lot more. We want people to come to us and say, I think I'm a business hero. You know, would you like to profile us? We, we want that. We seek that all the time. We do well, have... Incredibly powerful... Um segment. I mean, I've actually used previously, I've had corporate videos made to promote my business or my services and they're okay. And I'm fairly lucky that I can represent the business fairly well. Not everyone can, but what I got from that was a, exactly as you said, the guys are really passionate. They love what they're doing, but you were able to lead them through and get them to talk about the business. So I think for some business owners, that's a really good opportunity to get, I guess it's paid for, but it's a paid corporate video unlike any other that you're going to get because it's actually facilitated. I think it's, yeah, I think what separates us from other production companies is that we don't come to you saying we've got the technical know-how. We, You expect us to have that and we do. We bring something else to the table, which is the fact that you're being interviewed by someone who's been a business owner as well. Yep. And we yep. know what it takes to be that person. And that's what we want to highlight and that turns out to be exactly what your customer will want to hear and see, the, the story behind the brand, the way that you do look after your customer, what it takes to be in that business. People genuinely care and engage with brands that show behind the scenes, and that's what that's what you want to do. So we're helping them in two ways. We're helping them get their message across. We're helping them reach more customers. We're profiling them, and the upside of that is we get another great story. Yeah, absolutely. So business owners can approach you guys to prepare that kind of um, content for them? Absolutely. We've, you know, the COVID hasn't stood in the way of that. So we're still going about our way doing that. We've just had a different type of focus lately. It's been a lot more about online businesses given the climate. But since we're coming out of all that, we're back to visiting people where they live or work and telling their story. We can't wait we can't wait to get out to some more businesses and and really focus on them and and show that there are so many business heroes. And uh, just before we close off on LNM Smash, how's your apprenticeship going? <laughs> For those of you who don't um, who haven't seen it, you should go and see it. Look, I I, I saw that um, they had a sign out the front that said "Positions Vacant" while we were there filming, and I had a bit of a giggle, and I just happened to have. Um, some work gear in the car, wink, wink. <laughs> and I got dressed really quickly and I went in and I said, I'm here for my job interview. And yeah, they gave me a go. I, I They gave me a hammer. Um, they didn't give me a real a real customer's car. I worked on a, on a, a training <laughs> model. Um, and I think there was some comments about, 
wow, you've, you've got a lot of rage for a small person with that hammer. <laughs> and uh, it was a very good segment. I really enjoyed it. and It, it, it was fun, yeah. gave you a different perspective on the business, so it was good fun. So we talked about um, the promotional side. What about guests and stories and so on? What if, if people have got particular stories? Maybe they've got a friend of small business or a foe. Uh, how do they get that across to you? How does that work? So whichever way they think they may have either an idea for a story, um, a story name or a person in mind who might have something to to talk about, whichever way they look at it, the everything has to start with an email address. So they can reach out to us at news at smea.org.au and that'll give them a direct line to me uh, and the team so we can help them with whatever their request is. We're always looking for experts in different areas to be part of discussion panels. So SME TV isn't about automatically interviewing each person for what they do, but rather for what they have to say on either a news piece or a views piece that would help SME TV. It's not about the individual. It's about the group as a collective. I, yeah. I want to highlight that, Craig. It's, you know, I don't want people reaching out to us and saying, you know, I'm the best doctor in the world. You've got to talk to me. Promote me, no. promote me. Yep. That's right. It's it's not about that. If if they want something that promotes them, fine. But that's a that's a different approach from our end. Our part yeah. of, you know, maintaining our mission, which is to help SMEs, to inform them, to educate them and inspire them, that those mission pillars have to be served with discussion panels. So we welcome experts who want to say it like it is and have a robust discussion. You've been part of them before, Craig, so yep. you know what that's like. We we get some um, chatty people together and we have a really good discussion. Absolutely. Very enjoyable. So um, before we wrap up, I want to ask you two things. Firstly, what's your one big tip for business owners to be more successful? I hate it when you limit things to one. Everybody gives I, me two or three, so go your hardest. No, I, I, did, I did follow the rules. I like rules. You said one. Um, so I came up with a big one, and it's it's personal and business, I think, all wrapped into one. Mm -hmm. If I could summarise, you know, advice after 30 years in business, it, it would be this. If you have a big problem that looks like there's no solution for it, and how many of us haven't woken yeah. up with that kind of view, my, my advice is don't rush to the negative conclusion. Just decide if it's worth fighting for. We make decisions based on return, all about risk and investment of our time and our money, but not all outcomes will be about money, but they will all take your time. So if you've got a decision to make and you can't see mm. a way out, I ask you first to think about, is this something worth fighting for? And if it is, then there's your decision. Fantastic. That's then you've got to make it work. <laughs> you've yeah. got to make everything else work. That's a great piece of advice, though. Um, last question, contact. You gave us an email before, news at smea.org.au. Yes. Um, but how else can people help get SME TV up and running and out there and doing what it's meant to be doing? Right. Well, if we are going to be an influential voice in the SME community and in order to amplify that voice, we need subscribers to our YouTube channel. So the first thing you can do is just click. Go to YouTube, watch any of our videos. You'll find that there's the ability to subscribe to that channel. 
that will give us the intense support that we need. Of course, Craig, you should feel absolutely free to comment, share and like any of our videos or our content posts. We're all across social media. You'll find us absolutely everywhere. And if you haven't found us absolutely everywhere, then I haven't done my job. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. And if people are interested in being involved in any way, obviously they can email you at news at sma.org.au. But first, Absolutely. go online, get onto YouTube, check out the videos. There's actually a lot of them on there. I checked them out again this morning, and there's there's even more than when there was last week when I went on there, so it's great. That's, that's right. We're, we're continuously in content production mode every single week. We focus on different industries sometimes or, or different topics. You know, this month coming out in June, we're going to be looking at um, all about the end of financial year in the economy and the focus on that, uh, not to mention a big focus on the hospitality industry because of the um, restrictions being listed. So we've got a lot yeah. more great content that's always relevant and timely. Awesome. We're doing a great job. Um, keep it up and uh, let us know if there's any other way we can help because I'm very keen to keep it moving. It sounds fantastic. Well, you are a little bit biased, but we do need all the help we can get because no one can run any business alone. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today, Angela. Thanks for your support, Craig. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to SME Radio, proudly produced by Eagle Wave's small business podcasting platform. For more great episodes like this, go to smea.org.au. Remember, if you have a story to tell, we want to share it. Yeah.